Hi, my name's Tim and you're listening to the New Life at Home podcast. This week I chatted with Tom and Emma. Tom and Emma are university students who've moved to Canberra for uni this year. They share about their experience so far, as well as the impact of focus on their faith, the Fellowship of Christian University Students. As I was chatting with them, the thing that I kept hearing come up again and again was how focus, having a Christian group on campus to belong to, was helping Tom and Emma both ground their faith. This week on the New Life at Home podcast, I'm here with Tom and with Emma. They're our resident uni students at New Life. Emma, we'll start with you. Yeah, sure. What brought you to Canberra? Uh, Where have you come from? Tell us a bit about your home life, family life. Sure. So I'm from Wagga. The good place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> repping, the, repping the team, bringing Wagga to Canberra. Um, I came for uni. It was the closest uni to Wagga that isn't CSU. So <laughs> it was between, yeah, between Newcastle and Canberra and Canberra's closer. So the parents voted Canberra. So here I am. Yep. And what school did you go to in Wagga? Uh, I went to track, same as Tim. Yes. <laughs> You're a little bit younger than me though. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Going on 21. <laughs> what year were you born? Uh, 2001. 2001. That's <laughs> after the Sydney Olympics. <laughs> yes. It, I can't believe that. But um, yeah, so we, we went to the same school. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, in Wagga. Uh, but you've come here for uni. Uh, what are you studying and how's that been so far? It's, it's been good so far. I'm studying a Bachelor of Occupational Therapy. Yeah, it's been it's been good. Obviously, with the whole COVID um, situation, it's been been a bit different and not as not going as planned. But yeah, I've I've enjoyed it so far. So so far, so good. What about you, Tom? Where have you come from, and what's brought you to Canberra? Mm, both of those probably categorise as long stories. Um, most recently, I've come from Brisbane, but before twenty nineteen, I also lived in Wagga. So. Also another Wagga. Another Wagga connection. This is going to fast become the Wagga podcast. Actually, one of the guests coming on later this term is another person from Wagga, but we'll make sure that others get on as well. Wagga takes over. Sorry, Tom, I interrupted you there. What, what, did, what were you saying? Uh, what brought me to Canberra? Um, just, I had lots of friends down south and I just also didn't want to be in Queensland. So I came here. Yep, fair enough. And what are you studying? I'm studying a... Bachelor of Psychological Science, or just Psychology. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, back to you, Emma. You're new to New Life, obviously. Um, Joined us at the start of this year when you moved to Canberra for uni. And same with you, Tom. What's it been like settling into a new church with, you know, everything that's been going on and, you know, you being back home and things going online and that kind of thing? How have you found that? Yeah, well, I think the... It's hard to, it's hard, it, and it's definitely harder, because church, the people at church kind of just contribute so much to the way the, you, you experience it. Um, but that said, I mean, the teaching is, is still the same, and it's the most important part. And yeah, connecting with the life group and being able to still see people through, through Zoom is, mm. has been really helpful. And Whose life group are you in? I'm in the Duncan life group. The Duncan Woo-hoo. life group. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I've heard good things about the Duncan Life Group. Which life group are you in, Tom? I'm in the Johnson Life Group. 
How have you found settling into church? It's been good. I found Zooming everything really hard because I, I person that prefers in-person contact to Zoom or Messenger because I like this sort of being able to read the room sort of thing. But it has been good to have that regular encouragement. It's funny how you, you realise how much body language matters. It's all a bit harder over the, uh, over the screen, isn't it? Yeah, we get a bit texting paranoid. I'm just like, what is this person actually saying? Because like three words can mean so many different things. <laughs> oh, texting ambiguity. Have yeah. You, you felt a bit of that, Emma? Yeah, I think even like with the Zoom, jumping in and you don't, you can read body language. Like it'll be an appropriate time now to jump in and I can see that you're not going to. Whereas you just talk over each other all the time. <laughs> you just can't read the other person. It's, that's a bit difficult. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And what's it like for you, Emma, as an extrovert, mm. um, for the time in, in isolation. isolation and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, you really get to appreciate weekly grocery shopping. <laughs> and, um, but, yeah, no, Zoom and messaging and, I mean, it, it's, not, it's not a perfect substitute, but it's, it's been good. Mm. <laughs> I've got a question about grocery shopping, actually, mm-hmm. seeming that you bring it up. Yeah. How do you do your grocery shopping? Like, where do you start? How do you work your way around the shop? Um, do you have a list? Yeah. What kind of shoppers are you? I'm just intrigued. What about you, Emma? <laughs> I, I always have a list. It depends on on what meal I'm making that, that week. But I always, you have to always start with the fruit and vegetables. Apparently, you're meant to do a you, but I kind of just do whatever I need and just kind of... Oh, okay. Like a little snake. A snake. The snake yeah. method. The Snaking snake method. your way through That's right. the supermarket. What about you, Tom? Do you do much grocery shopping? Or oh, is yeah. it just the two-minute noodles aisle for you? Or <laughs> I can't eat two-minute noodles. Oh, so I actually do a fair bit of grocery shopping. It's okay. probably my greatest expense at the moment, other than rent. But, um, yeah, I'm sort of... I try to have a list, but often don't. Like this week, I just went with the mental list, starting <laughs> with peanut butter and working my way down. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why peanut butter at the top? Because peanut butter and tea are the two most important forms of sustenance. They're the two main food groups. Okay. Tea and peanut butter. Peanut butter is just, you know, value for money. Lots of calories in the small jar. Smooth <laughs> smooth peanut butter or crunchy? Definitely crunchy. Definitely crunchy. Except if it's Ooh. chocolate peanut butter, which I discovered. What? Chocolate peanut what? butter? Yes. So there's a really expensive brand of chocolate. They also, like if you've ever been to Oliver's, the chocolate you get there. Um, but you can actually get this, they make this chocolate peanut butter and I was given a jar for my trip down. It's oh. still got plenty left. Well, before we lose those of you <laughs> listening completely, uh, we're going to talk about focus. Both of you have hooked into the Christian group uh, on the University of Canberra. Uh, can you tell us a bit about focus and how it's encouraged you, what you appreciate about it? Yeah, focus is great. I was up in Queensland for much all of COVID, so... It's been great to have that connection because I actually I had a few friends before isolation that I haven't really kept in contact with, but most of the people who are connected with Focus I've kept in contact with, partly just through having that shared faith and just partly also because we have public meeting, we meet regularly, we have like both of us are doing prayer groups and stuff over um, winter term. But it's good because it, it provides solid Bible teaching and also a great sort of social outlet for Christian university students when... Often you can feel pretty isolated, considering the usual activities of university students. Yeah, I think it's it's really been grounding. Faith kind of like forms the foundation, and so you know when you move to university, everything changes. But I mean, if you can find a place where you know in focus, where you know Jesus is the foundation, 
it, that just that makes the transition so much easier. So mm. yeah, I've been really thankful for that that grounding. Um, but also yeah, like you said, the social um, aspect as well. Get, being in fellowship with other Christian university students. That's yeah, Christian university can kind of seem like a bit of a godless place. Just the attitude of like university students um, and the the stereotypical like drinking and you know. So it's really good to have found a, a place where we can we can be amongst other Christians that share the same values. Cool. And you've just been on a conference online, the Focal Point Conference. How was Focal Point this year? What was the theme? What did you learn? The theme this year was the cross. All the way the cross is important. And it was it was pretty dense to go through. But there was some it was like good solid Bible teaching both in the night talks given by Richard Chin and also the seminar groups. Hmm. Cool. What about you, Emma? Yeah, it was probably a lot different to what it usually is, but mm. I mean, that's the advantage we have as first years is we don't know any different. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I found it was, it was really cool. It was, it's things like the cross is so central to, to faith and to Christianity and, and you kind of, you don't, you don't really, you don't not think about it, but you don't think about it as deeply as maybe you should be. Anyway, mm. so I thought it was quite eye-opening in that way. Mm. Just, yeah, in session and in the manuscript groups. What are the what were the manuscript groups? They were in Hebrews, <laughs> the book of Hebrews. Yes, we yeah. were basically given a piece of like this sheet of paper with passages from Hebrews, and we weren't supposed to look at our Bibles, look it up, or ask questions outside that group. And we were just supposed to go through it and read through it in different ways. And then as the week went on, we were allowed to use, use our Bibles for other references, read more of the passage. I thought it was great to just be able to read the the word objectively and that sounds I feel like a lot of the time you kind of project your own like oh I know what this passage is generally about and so you kind of just like I've got the gist and you've got this preconceived idea but doing the manuscript study really forces you to objectively look at like what is this passage trying to say like trying to really interpret it um Hmm. in that objective way was really helpful I think and yeah for me it was something that I found quite challenging Hmm. so it was it was really good I thought any particular Things that you learnt that you remember now or things that stood out to you that you're like, I don't want to forget that or I want to dig deeper into that. I think just all the ways that the cross is central to the Bible. Like We also had um, two-hour seminars in the afternoon, which consisted of, at the start of the week, basically red herrings about the cross and then us having to give our impulse opinions about them and then, being oh. to- and then having basically been told we were wrong and then over the week going gradually become to understand more like the centrality of the cross and all the ways it's important not just as that sort of sacrifice of time but all the other ways it fulfills part of the bible and like that importance is greater than we think but at the same time that atonement is still very important it's not like it's just some example Hmm. something i found really just something i hadn't really thought about before was we talked about um god as a, a just God, but then from that, a God is a righteous God. And um, I never thought about it, but that in God's righteousness, hell is righteous. That, you know, his judgment is righteous. And I suppose that's something that's not like, wow, but it's like just mm. something I never thought about in that in that light. So that's something that I'd like to continue to, to look at. Cause, mm. yeah. yeah, so digging into the cross forces you and and makes you dig into god's character 
Yeah. Uh, because that's where you see God revealed so clearly in Jesus, in him crucified. Yeah, mm. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Why should a high school student uh, or someone at college who may go to uni, why should they get involved in focus and go along to things like focal point and those kind of things? Because mm. it's, an, it's an amazing way to grow um, in grow with other people, grow closer to God. I think it's, yeah, just, um, yeah, like I said before, it's also that, that grounding that I talked about, yeah. Yeah, I think as well as, like, there's a sort of... I was homeschooled, so it's slightly different for me, but I've seen a lot of, like, people leave high school, you're, like, at the height of what you think Christianity is when you leave youth group and that sort of, like, you get to that point where you think you know a lot because you're all young, you've finished youth, you're moving on, and then you sort of, like, a lot of people start to, like, get disconnected and I know personally when you come to you get all these different challenges that you're not necessarily equipped for because just lack of experience and focus and like other AFES ministries which is what focus is part of um, they provide a good grounding and also a good way to keep you accountable because you develop friendships with Christian people of multiple year groups and it's also a good way to connect above your year group in campus so like connect upwards and downwards and have fellowship and just feel like you belong, I think, as well, because, like, it can, unions are often big places, so mm. having that small group is very important. Mm. Yeah, and I feel also just equipping you for skills. The church does that as well, but, you know, skills mm. in evangelism and giving you opportunities to share God's life and love, which is, you know, so so crucial. Like, yeah. Or, you know, in non-Christian friendships and um, you can, talking through with, with other people, you know, more mature Christians about, you know, conversations you've had with non-Christians and the questions they've asked and getting to bounce those ideas back and forth as mm. well was what I found really helpful as well. That's cool. Have there been any questions um, from non-Christians that you live near or with on res that have been asked that you've had the chance to be able to, you know, at least listen and hear what those questions are and have a think about what the answers might be? Or Yeah, I feel like... I thought something I was super surprised about coming to uni was how open university students were to hearing, to, you know, having those faith conversations, which I found, you know, in high school, they'd kind of shut it down, not really want to talk about it. It's not popular. It's not cool. But yeah, how much more open people were here. And I've, yeah, there's definitely been a few questions that really stumped me. Mm. One that I, I think particularly remember was something about, was about grace. I think it was... Why does God send people who unconsciously sin to hell? I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't really know how to answer this. And mm. I still was like, oh, something's still kind of like talking through. And I kind of was like, well, you know, grace is sort of, we don't, everyone should actually go to hell. Like grace is actually, it's a gift and it's it's a mercy that, that anyone is a Christian, like that anyone mm. can, can be saved. But yeah, that was something I definitely had to talk to people. And I was like, how do I even answer this or begin mm. to answer this? So, yeah. yeah. So learning to hear the objections and if you don't have uh, the answer straight away or you're not sure how to answer it, being able to um, wrestle with that more and yeah. be okay with not knowing the answer straight away too. And, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Learning to say, you know, I'll come back to you. <laughs> we, can, we can have another conversation another time. Mm. Yeah, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. For me, it's the degree I'm doing in psychology, and that's I've 
I find because I've done other sorts of artsy stuff and I've, when I critically think about it it's subtly anti-faith it sort of sort of quietly labels faith as a escape rather than as an actual real living thing and I think th- for me the thing has been wrestling through that sort of faith versus reason dilemma and both understand the truth of what I am um, learning in psychology but also like having a grounding point and a sort of place to look back to for where my faith's coming from because like I like thinking about these things but it, if I don't have that regular fellowship and that regular sort of Christian meeting I tend to get lost in this sort of dilemmas rather than actually focusing on what God's will is I sort of get lost in my own thoughts hmm yeah, help grounding everything in in the Bible and in the Word. Like, not just oh, I think it is is like this, and that's my opinion. But like, actually, my opinion comes from the Bible, and mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. So when you go to uni as a Christian, it sounds like what you're saying is that you you're still being shaped and you're still being formed and you're still kind of coming to grips with living as a Christian and to have a have a community of faith on campus um, is a really important thing uh, for you both Mm. well it's pretty cool that um, you guys are both at uni and you're doing psychology you're doing OT both spent most of the time talking about Jesus and focus (laughs) but I realised something despite talking about focus we have not mentioned Alex despite the fact she goes to our chat yep big shout out to Alex Jones focus staff worker at UC what a legend love you Mm. Alex yeah (laughs) she's up there with the best of them And that brings us to an end uh, for the podcast this week. Uh, Thanks for coming on, Tom and Emma. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to New Life at Home with Tom and Emma. Next week, I'm going to be chatting with Sue Appleby. Sue is an artist and a Christian, and she's going to share her story about how she came to faith in Jesus but also where art fits into her story.